Hi, docs. Welcome to the EntreMD podcast, where it's all about helping amazing physicians just like you embrace entrepreneurship so you can have the freedom to live life and practice medicine on your terms. I'm your host, Dr. Una. Well, hello, hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the EntreMD podcast. I am super pumped about this series, The Millionaire Habit. Um, we've looked at a, a few of them, possibility thinking, goal setting, the whole nine yards, and it's been so good. And today we're going to talk about one of the one of the ones that I really love, which is the habit of focus, focus. And it's pretty important now because there's a lot of talk about a recession. And one of the things about recessions is that it's an opportunity to audit your business, reevaluate your business, make it better, make it stronger, make it more, you know, it goes more on the offense and things like that. And is it worth the work? Yes, because a business that would survive a recession would kill it without a recession, right? And so what you're doing is, it's kind of like weightlifting, CrossFit for your business, and it makes your business so much better. And so if you're listening and you've been afraid of the recession, I want to invite you to look at it as an opportunity. It's an opportunity to improve. It's an opportunity to get better. It's an opportunity to cut out the fluff in your business. It's an opportunity to look at what really moves the needle forward and all of that. And one of the things you would need would be focus. And so I'm glad that we're talking about this. And I was talking to an entrepreneur who is on track to do a million dollars in revenue and talking about the response to the recession, the talk of the recession, what do I do? And it's interesting because her strategy is the same strategy she used outside of a recession. She's just doubling down on it, right? And her strategy is to focus on the things that move the needle forward in her business, the end right? Like go all in and focus on that. And, you know, when I was listening to it, I was like, man, that's amazing because that's what you need regardless. Okay. It's just that outside of a recession, you can get away with some stuff, especially the way the economy has been with a lot of money pumped into it. And it's a little bit of an artificial situation. And, you know, so there are things you can get away with, but no, not, not anymore. Right. But, but your business can get so much better. And so when it comes to focus, focus is something I've found is an ingredient if you're going to build a big business, if you're going to build a profitable business, if you're going to build a business that has a huge impact, if you're going to build a business that's a legacy built business, where a hundred years after you're gone, the work you did is still working, right? And I, I don't know about you, but that is the kind of business I'm trying to build for the doctors in the EntreMD Business School. That's the kind of business I'm trying to help them build because there's life, right? Like, so there's business and business is important and all of that stuff. But, you know, when you're 90, and you guys know I talk to my 90-year-old self a lot, when you're 90, you want to know that your life mattered. You want to know that you made an impact, you changed something and it will be wonderful to know that this change and impact will continue after you're gone. And so if if that's what I'm going to want at 90, then I have to start setting the stage at 43. You see what I mean? So anyway, so the needle. And when I want you to think about a business. I talked about this at EntreMD Life. At the end of the day, a business is an entity that ser- serves people and gets a thank you note called money. The end. It serves people. It gets a thank you note called money. All the things we do in business are just to support these two things. Everything, 
we do is to support that. And so one of the, the critical things we do is we acquire clients or we acquire patients and we serve them and we continue to serve them, right? And so when you think about things like everything that you do to help people find you, right? Because think about it. We live in a world with, you know, approximately a billion people, okay? And most of them have no idea you exist. And a lot of them will work with you if they knew you existed. Now you don't want 8 billion people. Like, what are you going to do with them? But the point is there's no lack of clients or no lack of patients. There really isn't. It's just that they don't know you or they don't know me, right? And whether your business is a startup or your business is doing multiple seven figures or anything in between, the biggest problem is the people you need to hit the impact and revenue goals you want, they don't know you exist. So the things you do to get people to find you, the things you do to get people to know, like, and trust you, the things you do to get people to say yes to working with you, not manipulation, but they have a problem, you have the solution, they're willing to pay for the problem, and you're willing to deliver the solution. That's a match made in heaven, right? That's really what selling is. And so the things you do to get people to say yes, the things you do to get people to continue to say yes, the things you do to get people to refer other people to you, like these are all things that you do that give you the opportunity to serve people, which is what a business does, so they can give you a thank you note called money, okay? And so in life, it turns out that the things that move the needle forward the most are the things we procrastinate on the most, right? And so I, you know, I remember when I first started my business and my first business, which was my private practice, I could go out and talk to OBGYNs and say, hey, would you send your babies to my pediatric practice? But I wouldn't. Um, Instead, I would tinker at the website. And instead of doing that, I would develop a training system for my MA who I had not hired to take care of the patients who I did not have, right? And so, you know, we hide behind computers, we tweak websites, we tweak logos, we're developing SOPs, we're doing all these things that don't matter, right? Like they matter, but they matter after the thing that we're avoiding. And so if you want to focus better, there are three questions that like come to Jesus questions that you have to ask yourself. And that's what I want us to look at today. If you are a startup entrepreneur, a lot of these things will be things you would be doing. If you're a veteran entrepreneur, when I say veteran, I don't mean you've brought 100,000 into your business. I mean, you have a team, you have a team of people, then these are things that you and your team, one of the best things you can do for your team is make them a profitable team. So these are things that you and your team would do. All right. So first question, what have I done? Not what do I want to do? Not what is my intention? Not what was my intention? What have I done in the last seven days to put myself in front of people who don't know me? Okay. What have I done in the last seven days? This is why I called it a come to Jesus moment. Okay. What have I done in the last seven days to put myself in front of people who don't know me? And this could be things like I booked a spot to be a guest on a podcast, or I was a guest on a podcast, or I did a joint IG live, or I spoke at an event, or I was a guest in somebody's Facebook group, or I was at a networking event, or I, you know, sponsored, I did some ads, or I told people, this is what I do. So maybe personal contacts and things like that. 
What did I do? Okay, so if you're running a business, especially if you know you're working on your first hundred thousand and all the stuff, you live here. This is your home. <laughs> this is your home. Otherwise, if you say, "Well, I couldn't, I didn't, I couldn't get to that because I was too busy," then you really are too busy to build a profitable business, right? Because this is the thing. This is the thing. Because your business helps people and gets a thank you note called money. And if nobody knows you exist then you're not setting yourself up to succeed if you are not doing these things. These are the things that people shy away from typically or are uncomfortable, but these are the things that work, okay? So what have you done? And your answer may be zero. And it, this is not a point to go like, oh, woe is me, I'm an awful you know, entrepreneur or anything like that. That's just for you to call yourself out and say, we may not feel like it, we may not like it, it may be uncomfortable, it may be nerve wracking, but we're doing it, Right? So you answer the question. And this is something that we really focus on in the EntreMD Business School. What are you doing to put yourself in front of people who do not know you exist? Okay. All right. Number two, second question. What have I done? Again, not intended to do, not I intend to do, not what have I done in the last seven days to get people to know, like, and trust me. Okay. So when people come into your world, so say they heard you on somebody else's podcast or they will watch you on a joint IG live, typically what happens is they go to check you out. So they go to check you out. Are you findable? Are you bingeable? Are you Googleable? Right? And can people binge on you? Because that's that's the whole essence. So can people go to find you? You did a joint IG live. They go to your social media platform and they see all this valuable content that they're just going through. While they're doing that, what they're asking, is this the person I'm looking for? Is this the person who, who can help me solve this problem? Is this the man for the job? Is this the woman for the job? You're giving them an opportunity to know, like, and trust you. And then they find out you have a podcast or you have a YouTube channel or you have a blog. And then they can binge on that the whole time. They're knowing you, liking you, trusting you, right? Like, they're like, oh man, like, look at that. I got this, I got this big win just from this podcast episode that he did and stuff like that. So what does that mean? That means are you showing up on social media? That means, do you have a podcast, a YouTube channel, or a blog where you're showing up consistently? And can people binge on you, right? Can people binge on you? So when they discover you somewhere else, can they come and binge on you and then know, like, and trust you? Because people buy from people they know, like, and trust. Okay, so that's the second thing. The second question. The third question is, how many times in the last seven days have you asked somebody to work with you? Okay, because you can date your audience for seven years, but they can't say I do unless you pop the question. Like, yes is the answer to a question. So the question here is how many times are you asking that question so people can say yes? Okay, whether this is, you know, you're a coach, so that would be on consult calls, or you're doing master classes, or you're doing events, or you're asking referral sources to, you know what I mean? Like to, to sending people that's part of an ask. If you're a private practice, is your team asking? Because if your team doesn't know what you know, if they don't know the power of focus, people will literally call your practice and say, hey, I'm looking for X, Y, Z. And they'll tell you, oh, we don't have any appointments or we don't do things like that or whatever. They don't realize like part of the how many times did we ask 
or whatever is what they do. Like your front desk person for all intents and purposes is a salesperson, right? And I know we treat it like it's a cuss word, but do we want to have practices that thrive or not? That person is a salesperson. And what that means is you pay them to answer the phone to make appointments and to serve people and answer questions and stuff like that, right? You want them to understand that, okay? If your schedule is not full and you're concerned about it, you should be able to communicate this with your team in a way that they're concerned about it too. But this is the question, how many times have you asked somebody to work with you? Because if you are not putting yourself out there so people who don't know you can find you and you're not doing things so people can know, like, and trust you and you're not asking people directly to work with you, then you're not setting yourself up to run a million-dollar business. And again, this is not this is not like boohoo, crying, stuff like that. No. If you're doing it, up-level it. Do it more efficiently. If you're not doing it, start doing it. The end. The end. There's nothing to regret here. There's nothing to be sad about. We're just like course correction, right? If you're driving your car and you find out, oh my goodness, I was, you know, I was drifting towards the right a bit. You just turn your steering so you're right smack in the center again. That's all. There's nothing to, there's nothing to regret or whatever. And you might say, oh my goodness, that sounds like a lot of stuff. I'm not doing any of the stuff. Then just start doing some of the stuff. Start doing any of the stuff and then layer it on. Okay. The bottom line is you got this. The bottom line is you can do this. Okay. So what I want you to do is to take the time and really truthfully answer these questions, right? Because the better your questions, the better your answers and the more life change you can have. So answer these questions. And if you you then identify, like these are some next steps. These are some things that I can do. I can change. Every one of these things will change your business. Every one of them. Every one of the three. And we engage all three. And we engage all three till we decide we don't want to have that business anymore. That's the way this works, right? That's when we decide, oh, I'm not doing this anymore. When we no longer want to have the business, okay? So even if you're at $5 million in revenue, this is for you. Because if you're still trying to bring in in more revenue or you're trying to maintain your revenue, see, because when we get lax and quote unquote, big and bad and comfortable and all of that stuff, if you're in that state and a recession shows up, it doesn't mean you can't survive it. Of course, what you can do is really double down on these three things, but it's going to expose that weakness because that is a weakness. That is a weakness. If you're not getting better, you're getting worse, the end. And so even if you have a big business, you want to make sure that between you and your team, these things are happening, okay? And if you're like, I know these things, I even heard you talk about it on TramD Live, I've even tried them, but I struggle with implementing them. Then you do want to check out the Entree Business School because this is what we do. We take the core things in business and we implement them and we get them done and we overcome the challenges and the fears and all of that stuff. And we do it in community and we do it as challenges. And it's all about the implementation of these things. You would have heard the story of Dr. Diana Mercado. Big shout out to you, Doc. She shared her story during Entree MD Live. And she's like, before the Entree MD Business School, I did $2,000 as a coach. And in the first year in the Entree MD Business School, she did $130,000 as a coach. And what was she doing? Relentlessly putting herself out there, getting in front of people who didn't know she exists, giving people an opportunity to know, like, and trust her. And then... She would ask and ask and ask and ask 
and ask. So I want you to imagine you hitting your business revenue goals, you surpassing them and engaging this process and engaging this million uh, millionaire habit of focus, focusing in your business, getting rid of all the fluff, getting rid of all of that and doing the things that really move the needle in your business. That is what people who are building $100 million businesses are doing. And that is what we do if we want to build businesses that thrive, businesses that hit our milestones, businesses that knock it out the park, okay? So go implement this. I cannot wait to hear your story, hear your testimonial, hear the life change, the business change that you experienced. And don't forget to share this with another doctor because we don't get a business education. This right here is something that can help doctors really move the needle in their business. Like feel like they're in control. Like, you know, when you're running a code and you have the algorithm and you know what to do, that is the feeling that this gives you. Even in the middle, even if we're in the middle of a recession, it's the same thing. We go on full on offense with these things, right? And we make our businesses work and we build our muscles so big that our businesses really work, really, really work in the absence of a, of a recession. So There you go. Share it with another doctor and I will see you on the next episode of the EntreMD Podcast. Hey, if you love listening to the EntreMD Podcast, I want to invite you to join EntreMD On Demand. It is my signature subscription program that gives you access to a library of business courses designed to help you do one thing as a physician entrepreneur, and that is to thrive. Just head out to EntreMD.com forward slash on demand And I love to have you join us. See you on the inside.